Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to episode number four of the program. Coming to you on this Monday morning, post-Valentine's Day. I hope you all had a good holiday with your sweetheart or by yourself or with whoever your special someone was. Uh, but don't stress it too much. You know, it's just, uh, just if you were by yourself, it's not the end of the world. Um, Valentine's Day will make you or break you depending on if you let it. So, um, you know, there's plenty of people out there that have that spent Valentine's Day alone that are going to be just fine. So and I'm sure you guys will be that too. So don't be too down if that's the case for you. But welcome to the show this week, you guys. Um, wanted to ask you a favor at the top of the show here before I forget. If you... Uh, listen on Apple Podcasts or have access to Apple Podcasts, if you could do me a huge favor, um, especially if you enjoy the show, um, if you could head over to, to Apple Podcasts and search for Knucklehead Podcasts and leave me a review, uh, preferably five stars. If it's legit, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting you to leave some bullshit review on there. <laughs> That's not true. Um, but if you could uh, leave a review on there, it really does help out the show. Um, it helps, you know, get more eyes on the program. And again, what our goal here is, um, is to bring as many people to this community as possible so we can potentially and hopefully help them. That is the key. That is the goal. That is the overall scope of this show. That's why we, we brought it here in the first place um, to spread this message, this unique message, I like to think anyway. <laughs> uh, this hard-nosed, hardcore message, but it's all for the better. It's all for, for good. It's, it's got some positivity behind it. It's, it's, um, it comes from a good place. And that's what we're trying to do. But yeah, leave that review over there on uh, on Apple Podcasts if you if you don't mind. That would be a huge help to me and the program, and and help our community grow. Also, um, again, if you hear something on the program that you that you like that that stri- strikes a chord with you, um, that you agree with, that you think, hey, you know what, this is something that somebody needs to hear. You could probably help them if you have a friend or a family member that may need to hear that message. Uh, go ahead and screenshot the podcast, whatever whatever platform you're listening to it on, and share it on social media. Tag us. You can tag me at Dom Vitale or tag the the podcast itself at Knucklehead Podcast on Instagram. Um, again, just another way to to spread the message, spread the word, what we're doing here, grow the community, and continue to help out as much as as many people as we possibly can. So. Enough of that. I'll get that out of the way. I just wanted to, to hit you guys off with that first because I have a fucking horrible memory and I probably would have forgot to do it at the end of the show. So, um, But thank you guys for, for hearing me out there. So what is on the docket for this week? Well, uh, I do want to cover uh, you know a couple of things quick that's going to lead into uh, pretty much like a, a map, if you will, for some, for, uh, for some folks out there um, when they're deciding to actually take the leap. And what I mean by take the leap is actually pull the trigger and try to work towards something um, either that they've been, you know, dragging their feet on, that they've been reluctant with, whatever, you, you know, um, haven't been able to for whatever reason. I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of a scope as far as what that's going to be looking like for you, which you can expect it to look like. Um, and you may be wondering, you know, okay, well, how did this kind of topic come up for this week? Well, I'll tell you how. <laughs> And it's usually, these topics usually come up for me, man. Like I tell you, like something will fucking happen to me during the week um, or I'll see something or I'll hear something and it gets me fucking fired up. And I try not to let things, you know, boil over with me. I try not to let things linger 
and fucking aggravate me. I, I, I don't like carrying around that fucking burden, you know, that resentment towards towards somebody or something like it's just no good. Like I've, I'll be fucking completely transparent. I've been, I've been holding a resentment for this fucking old guy at the gym for the past two days because he pissed me the fuck off two days ago without even interacting with me. And that's on me, you know, just because, you know, he was fucking hogging the fucking deadlift platform for an ungodly amount of time and talking for an even ungodlier fucking longer amount of time. I want to rip his fucking head off. I didn't, but you know, who am I to say, you know, like I was talking to a friend of mine today. I'm at the gym that, that is, is aware of this gentleman. And I shared that resentment with him. Um, and he's like, dude, you know, like, honestly, like this may be all he has, you know, like without this, he fucking would probably want to fucking hang himself. You know, and I, I never looked at it that way. So that was a staunch remind, reminder for me to like fucking, you know, pick your battles. You know what I'm saying? Like some little fucking minute thing like that. It, you know, it's okay to get mad at it or get frustrated at it, but it's no good. It does you no good to fucking hold on to it. Um, so I try to let, you know, these things that come about, I try to let, you know, not let them linger inside. Um, but sometimes they come about and I let it fucking fly and it helps me, you know? It helps me address things as they come up and just kind of vent. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'll, I'll do that every once in a while. I'll get on my Instagram story and, and fucking rant about something that's on my mind. And that happened the other day. Um, so what happened was it was after one of our, uh, our classes at the training center the other night. And I posted this very short clip, about 45 seconds to a minute or so of, of one of our training drills that we do. And it's a... It's like a hybrid, like, you know, how to reverse a hold slash conditioning drill that, that we, you know, I used to do quite a bit. That was actually the first time we've done it at this school. But um, I just put that up there with you know basic caption, like, you know, my guys are always going to be ready. We're going to make sure that they're, you know, they're not embarrassing themselves and they're going to fucking slit some throats when it's time when push comes to shove, you know, and it's, it was an intense drill and that type of stuff and get all these messages from, from folks, um, and it's always good to get messages from people whether you know they're praising what you're doing or they agree with what you're doing as it being the, the right thing or a good thing. But I always put more stock and more weight into those those opinions from people that that one that are not and this might sound fucking funny, but that are not in our world. You know, so so people that aren't familiar with quote unquote pro wrestling because they they take it at surface level. Um and there's no there's no, you know, falsehood to it to them where they're trying to pass themselves off as an expert or anything like that. They see it for what it is, and if it looks good to them, they let you know. Um, so I, I take that, I put stock in that, and I also put stock into people within the pro wrestling community that I respect. You know that that have you know done things to to earn my respect over the years, or who I've encountered over the years, who I've developed a relationship with, um, and if it's coming from them and I respect them, it holds weight with me. But the people that it doesn't hold weight with me with is these just randoms that will hit me up. And I got a lot of those the other day in regards to this video that I, that I posted. And basically what they were, were, were folks that were praising what we were doing and trying to associate themselves with what we were doing, try to, trying to, to, to put themselves on an, a level playing field with us as far as what we're doing when 
when you look with a, again, this is one of my favorite things. When you look with a non-objective lens at these people and what they are doing or not doing, you can tell very clearly that these folks do not do what we do. And again, for my, my training center, we train at a fucking very high, very intense athletic level. I am building fucking professional athletes to become professional wrestlers at the highest level to make potentially, hopefully millions of dollars to live out their life fucking grandiose as possible. That's what we are doing there. We train our guys at the highest fucking level to get to the highest level because newsflash, if you want to get to the highest level in wherever, whatever you're trying to do, you have to train at the highest level. So we mimic a lot of the training, the training philosophy of, of a place like WWE's performance center and things like that. And I get these people chiming in on, on, on what we're doing as, you know, not even just that video, but other posts through the wrestling's, the, the wrestling school's Instagram where people are like, fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Want to do, you know, that's what I'm talking about. And it's like, no, that's not what you're fucking talking about. You may be fucking sucking our proverbial dick right now, but what's going on is you are seeing something that you only wish you could fucking do. You are seeing something that only you wish you had the fucking wherewithal to even try. And I'm bringing this story up, but I want you guys to put yourself in, in, in your own situation here. I'm using this this wrestling school situation as, as the as the example here, but I want you to apply this to to any situation, anything that you guys are looking you know looking at on there, and, and commenting on or, or chiming in on. Because what it, what it, in my world, what it comes down to is people are are getting to this point where it's an, they're they're trying to associate themselves by likes or an or engagement in social media. Just because they comment on something or chime in on something or like something, they feel that they are actually doing that thing. It's slightly delusional if you think about it. So in their mind, it, them praising what we're doing because they they are quote you know under the same fucking wrestling umbrella that we are, they think they're they're an equal. They're the same. And I, I have news for you guys that they are far from fucking equal. And again, this, this, this isn't an uh, episode about pro wrestling, but just to kind of give you an idea here, we don't have any fucking safeguards in wrestling. We, we, we don't have any, you know, barriers to entry. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the equivalent, pro wrestling right now is the equivalent of if you went to the emergency room because you were fucking ill and when the doctor came in, it was the fucking, you know, the kid that used to eat paste in elementary school that was going to look at you and check, check up on you. And he couldn't, he still can't make change for a $10 bill or fucking still can't string a sentence together and has spaghetti sauce all over, all over his fucking shirt. That's who's going to fucking check you out. That's pro wrestling right now. Just because you, someone can say they're a wrestler, buy a wrestling ring. They, they say they are. It's just the same as if someone could buy a fucking stethoscope and fucking walk into an emergency room, say, I'm a doctor, send the patients in. It's the same fucking thing. Well, almost the same thing, but you get what I'm saying. And I have to deal with these fucking nincompoops on a regular fucking basis. I have to navigate this playing field so people understand that, you know, outsiders looking in that, no, I am not one of these dumb fucks. And my people aren't any of these dumb fucks that are taking shortcuts or living in a fucking fantasy world 
or thinking that they are on an even playing field as us. So I have to do my due diligence to fucking, you know, hold up my end of the bargain and, and, and protect my reputation and the reputation of my students when, you know, the work that we do in and of itself should fucking hold up that end of the bargain, but it fucking doesn't because we're diluted with all these fucking idiots. So anyways, <laughs> sorry to go off there. So I get these messages and it, you know, it, it fucking, it mainly pissed me off because it's all guys that are fucking half trained, not trained, super out of shape, or don't even look or act like a professional wrestler. And, you know, people lose that professional tag quite a bit. And I'm like seeing these messages come in and I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you have to say to me. I don't give a fuck what you have to say to me until you are ready, willing, able, and actually fucking doing what we are fucking doing. Because all of it, all the rest of it is fucking lip service. It's all you just saying shit just to want to feel good about yourself. Now, here's the thing, you guys. When I said put yourself in a different situation, you don't have to liken it to the wrestling school. There's a difference between being a fan of something and being a peer of someone. You know, because there's plenty of shit that, you know, I follow on, on like, let's say Instagram, for example, and I'll comment or I'll like it. And, and I have no intention of fucking doing that stuff whatsoever. You know, it's an area of interest of mine, but like, I'm not interested in getting into that sort of thing. You know, and I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my, like, I, I, I've fucking watched, I have, I follow a, a, a rare sports clip fucking uh, Instagram page, you know, and some, one of the clips was a guy hitting fucking four home runs in a game. And I liked it because I remember it when I was a kid, but it doesn't mean I want to train to be a fucking pro baseball player. I just liked it for what it is. But there, there's other people out there that will chime in and try to, you know, make it like they're the same, they're on the same playing field or in the same league. And it's just not the case. So my question to those people, again, the, the people that, that want to placate that they are in the same playing field is if you love these things so much, and you think that's what you are, how come you're not fucking doing them? You know, what's stopping you from doing them? And I asked that question on my Instagram the other day. I said, you know, you wish you were doing what we were doing. If you really fucking thought, if you really were our equal and you really could survive in our world, you would be fucking doing this. You would be finding somewhere to do this. You would be finding somehow to do this. Or if you couldn't, you would create your own way to do this. That's what I fucking did. I wanted to, I had a vision. I had a vision of what wrestling training should look like out here in the state of Arizona because it was fucking dog shit. And I wanted no part of it. So I had a vision of what it should look like. So I created my own and I fucking did that. And we are doing that. So why can't anyone else sack the fuck up no matter where they are and not, not, not even necessarily open up their own gym, but have some fucking self-respect for what you claim to be a professional in and actually train like you give a fuck. Train so people don't look at you when you say I'm a wrestler and they fucking laugh in your face, or is that too hard? 
you know, and we, and we get the gamut of excuses as to why people can or can't do things, you know? And one, one thing that came up today, again, I do a lot of interaction on, on Instagram. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do because I can, you know, reach, you know, quite a few people and different people. And one of the topics that came up today that, that was holding people back from doing some of the things that they want to do was this, this common trend of depression and anxiety. You hear this all the time. They go hand in hand, you know, and, and I'm not one of those people that's going to say, oh, fucking depression and anxiety is bullshit. That's not real. No, it, it's real. I do, however, believe that a lot of people use it as a scapegoat for the reason why they cannot do certain things. You know, if they, if they, if they get diagnosed with it, that to them, they're, they're, I'm out of the game. Sorry. I got, I'm, I've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. I can't do that because I'm depressed. I have a hard time fucking buying that. I have a hard time buying that because I've, I, I know people that have been diagnosed with depression and or anxiety and have not let it hinder their fucking well-being, not let it hinder their progress. Has it been a struggle? Sure has. But have they been able to manage it and, and push on through? Yes, they have. So I don't buy that. And I'll, and I'll explain why. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, you don't get it. You know, you can't just say, don't be depressed. And then you won't. And I completely understand that. But people always ask the question, well, how do I not? be depressed, you know, like, how do I be less anxious? Like, how do I, how do I fix this? You know, and and the, the easiest answer really is like, do things for yourself that are going to, that are going to serve you, you know, do things for yourself that are going to be good for you, for your psyche, for your mental well-being, for your overall health, do these things. And as I told someone today, do the shit that's good for you, especially when you don't want to do that good shit and then good shit will happen to you. And that's the biggest, that's the big key. You got to do the good shit. You got to eat right. You got to drink plenty of water, basic shit. You got to get the fuck up out of bed when it's the last fucking thing in the world you want to do. And so many folks that do suffer from depression, when, when they, they have that feeling of the world crumbling down upon them, the last thing they want to do and the last thing they do is get the fuck out of bed. I'm not saying get the fuck out of bed and, and you know slap a fucking big smile on your face and go marching down the street. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, but you better get the fuck up. But people, they hit that roadblock, you know, especially when they're battling that type of thing. And they hit this roadblock and it's like automatic, it's automatic. I'm not going to do anything. And if that's your line of thinking, if that's your way of handling it, you will be stuck in that rut forever. Or as long as you decide you're going to keep making that conscious decision or let your, your body tell you that it's going to, you know, let your body make that decision. Like, no, we're not getting up. You're choosing at that point. And I know it's hard. I know you got, you you know, this diagnosis hanging over your head and you can't, you don't get it, Dom. You don't get what it's like to be stuck in bed and not want to get out. Yeah. Guess what? I do. Okay. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. And you know, what's no, it was the worst feeling for me feeling that 
sitting in it and feeling it. It sucked. But you know what was worse than that? Thinking about potentially having to feel that forever. Have it potentially having that feeling hinder me from being happy for the rest of my life or at any point for the rest of my life. To have that feeling dictate how my life would turn out instead of me dictating how it would turn out. And that was just wasn't an option for me. That wasn't an option on the fucking table. Sure, it felt bad. Sure, it was shitty. Sure, I didn't want to do certain things. But you have to get to this point where when you don't want to do it, you have to force yourself even to go through the fucking motions. You have to. And if you can push on through and actually get through, you know, wake up, get out of bed, take a shower, you know, and eat breakfast, that's a fucking small win. And when small wins fucking compound over time, they turn into large victories. But you got to start somewhere. And it's, it's easy for us to do that, that good shit when we feel okay, you know? We're feeling confident. We're not in one of those fucking valleys that, you know, we hear the peaks and valleys of depression a lot. And when we're not, when we're at a peak, you know, we're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to drink my water today. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat right. I'm not going to have any, you know, cheats today. And I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to meditate today and I'm going to do my yoga. You know, I'm going to, you know, whatever it is. That's easy. That's easy when shit lines up, right? But what did we talk about? I think on last week's show, we talked about routines or maybe two weeks ago. Routines are, are made to get fucked up. Routines are things that generally stay the same, but at some point will get fucked up. Your routine will get fucked up. And if you're one of these people that's battling depression and anxiety and you're, on, you know, you're having a good routine of these peaks where you're not suffering the debilitating effects of it, sooner or later, you will. Sooner or later, you're going to hit that valley. Then what? Then what? You give it all up? You're, you're a completely different person now? Yeah, you, you know, you have the choice. You, you, and people, these folks refuse to believe that they actually have a choice, but you do. No one's holding you down by your feet and the wrists in the fucking bed and saying you can't get up. Your brain is telling you you can't, but your body, body functionally can if you allow it to. You know, you're going to get those, you're going to go into those valleys. And and it's so important that when you hit those valleys, that you keep doing that shit that you were rocking and rolling with. You may not be able to do it to the same capacity as you were when you were at your peaks, but you got to keep fucking doing it. You know, it's it's just the same as any regular person that maybe doesn't suffer from from any of that. And they go work out regularly, right? And they fucking, they got the routine and they're rocking and rolling. And then one day for some reason, they're just not feeling it. You know, they're just not fucking, there's something unexplained. You, you just can't figure it out. It's just like, I do not want to go to the fucking gym today. That's the last place I want to go. But the real ones, the ones that want to fucking win, we go. We may go through the motions. We may not lift as much weight as we usually do. We may not be we may not run as long as we do. Our endurance might not be as good as it usually is. But we go and we do it. We we show the fuck up. 
I think that's the biggest difference maker is winners fucking show up. Losers take the fucking day off. And again, don't get me wrong here. Everyone needs, you know, to understand their body and when it's appropriate to rest and give it a rest and things like that. But winners are willing to show up in the most difficult circumstances. Winners are willing to show up when they know it's going to be a struggle. They're willing to push and work through to get to the other end regardless of the scars that they're going to get on the way through. So again, that's the, the biggest thing is you, you got to be able to do that good shit when it's the last shit you want to do. And if you consistently do it when times are good and when times are bad, small victories add up over time. Small wins add up over time and equate to large victories and fucking more and more and more good shit will happen. And they ask, you know, then you get the whole what ifs, you know, let's say that you know, people do try to make the leap or, or do these, start doing these things to try to feel better or be overall better. Yeah. Well, what, you know, what if, you know, and, it, and that, see, that's, this is what I understand because everyone says the what if, and they think about these horrible scenarios that could possibly occur, you know, worst case scenario. But my question always is what about the other side of the what if? Why don't you switch your what if to the fucking best possible fucking outcome that could possibly happen? Let's let's look at that lens. Let's look at that. Instead of, well, what if I fail? How about looking at it like, what if I fucking actually succeed in this? Well, what if I don't make it? What if I make it to the fucking top? What if it hurts? What if it doesn't hurt at all? What if it's painful? What if that pain builds character in me? It's all perspective, man. And it's all, it's all, it's so much basic shit in life comes down to the way you look at it. And everyone is so quick to look at the, the negative portion or the hard portion or the, 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 their way out because that's the easy bullshit, man. And if you're not, if you're still fucking deep into this show, we don't fuck with that easy shit. You know, we don't fuck with the, the easy way out. We're not looking for the shortcut. But ask yourself that. Yeah, but you, you know, what if it works out? What if it actually fucking works out more than you could ever have imagined? And that's where a lot of people go wrong is they are afraid to visualize or even consider or think about shit actually happening better than they had ever imagined. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the vi, you know visual, visualization. Excuse me, I can't even get that out. I, I started doing it. Fuck, I don't know. In January, sometime. That is as a, as a suggestion, and I was like, eh, that's fucking whatever. You know, come on. But I was willing to try. And I did. And then one of the, the, the tips that I got was visualize beyond your, your wildest imagination. So, for example, like, I don't fucking know. You wish you had a lot of money in the bank. 
like now, okay, whatever that number is, like multiply by like five. And that's the visual, that's the visualization you got to have. Shoot fucking high. You know, but people don't even want to consider the bare bones, the bare basics of fucking possibly doing just a little bit good. That's sad. That's real sad. That's how you're, that's how you, you, you're deciding to, to walk through life. That's how you're giving up. Okay. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you in every part of life. And so many other people out there are going to fucking walk and run circles around you too. Because you got to understand people, there's fucking killers out there. And I don't mean in the literal sense, like they're trying to fucking slit your throat or shoot you down an alley or something like that. But do you think that that there's people out there that are going to take it easy on you if you are competing for something else that they are, whether it's, you know, a, a spot on a sports team or a promotion at work, you know, anything like that, you got to be able to keep up. You know, it reminds me, but so many people are just afraid. Just so afraid to do anything because of the what ifs. And it comes down to fear. And it's like one of my favorite quotes is, it's everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Another cool one I, I saw today was the cave you fear holds the treasure you seek. It's true. Everything you want, everything you're afraid of, you, you're, everything you want, you have to go through that. You have to get over that fear hump. And if you're not willing to, you'll never get what you truly want and deserve. Because what are, we all truly want and deserve takes some type of struggle to overcome to get to where we want to be. Plain and simple. The winners are willing to face that fear, to face that pain, to face that struggle and do what they need to do to get to the treasure. The losers just see the opening to the cave and say, I'm gonna go back home now. That looks scary. Looks like it might be difficult. I'm gonna just go back to the warm, cozy cabin. Um, Yeah, there goes that pipe dream. So what do you do? Let's say, you know, what we covered thus far, you know, makes a little bit of sense and you're willing to call yourself out on your own bullshit and you say, you know what? I am a phony. I do try to placate that I'm something or someone that I'm not. I do try to, to associate by likes and engagement. I do try to rub elbows with, with guys and girls that I want to be like, and I try to play it off like I am an equal, but I know I'm not working as hard or doing my part or, or doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't like the way that feels, and I want to change that. Or, you know, I've always wanted to do X, Y, and Z, but I've always had these fucking excuses as to why I can't, whether it's depression, whether it's anxiety, whether it's the what ifs, whether it's the, you know, some kind of fear. And yeah, folks, I'm a, I don't give a fuck. If you, too many people use depression and anxiety as a fucking excuse why they can't. That is the biggest hindrance to progress in our world today. Putting too much stock into depression and anxiety 
and making that their ultimate excuse as to why they can't. You see it all the fucking time. And again, it's something that I don't buy because I know so many fucking people that have it that are clinically fucking diagnosed with it that are crushing fucking shit. Crushing shit. And it was fucking hard for them to get there, but you know what? They did. Because they were willing to do something about it. So let's say, let's say you're one of those people now where you're like, fuck it. No more of this being somebody I'm not. You know, no more living this lie. Now I want to be genuine. I actually want to be doing what I, I say that I'm doing or participating and I want to do it the right way. No more hanging my hat on my depression as to why I can't do something or no more saying, well, my anxiety keeps me from doing something. You know, no more of these fucking negative what if questions that I ask myself all the time that end up talking me out of what I want to do. You know, no more being afraid. I'm going to make it so fear is not an option any longer. I'm going to, I'm going to accept it. I'm going to embrace it, but I'm going to fight it and I'm going to fight through to get to the other end. Now what? So what can you expect when you take the leap? You can expect some pros and you can expect some cons. That's for damn sure, because it ain't going to be an easy road. Sometimes, you know, the rockiest roads lead to the best treasure. So what can you expect? Let's take a, let's take a look at this. First, I want you to understand if it's worth a shit, if it's worth a fuck at all, if it's worth a goddamn thing, especially to put your time and your fucking effort and in a lot of cases your money into some bad shit is going to go down in order for you to get to the finish line. Some shit is going to happen that will not feel good in between the start and finish line. And you got to be cool with that. You got to understand that it's coming. You got to embrace it. You got to knuckle the fuck up and you got to fight through it. First thing, understand this. When you take that leap, you will fail. You will fail, but but you are not allowed to quit. You can fall off that fucking horse 30 fucking times, but you better get up back on that horse 31. You got to understand that, guys. It, it will not be clean. It will not be seamless. You, you know, Part of a major victory is learning from your mistakes and you're going to make plenty of mistakes along the way that are going to lead to a failure. Learn from the failures, but do not give yourself the option to fucking quit. You know, it's, I heard this analogy today. It's like you wouldn't fucking build a bridge 98% of the way and then stop with 2% left, right? Because it got too hard or you kept getting the measurements wrong, right? No, you got a job to fucking do. And the job is to complete that fucking bridge to 100% safety. It's the same thing with whatever this, this quest that you're on now. You got to finish. You don't get to fucking quit. Who the fuck are you? How Straight out the gate, something that you wanted so bad that you talked all this shit about. 
you know, you finally talked yourself into it. And just because it got a little rough and you experienced a couple failures, you're ready to fucking pack it up and say, I can't handle this anymore. Fuck, that shows more about your character than anything. And it's not a good thing. You start, you finish. That's it. Plain and simple. That is the winner mentality. You start something that you are on a quest to complete and you do not stop until that quest is completed. 100%. As you fall along the way, you get the fuck back up. Plain and simple. And the other part is, another one, it's going to be hard. Your quest will be difficult. You know, it, it, you're going to be spending a lot more effort, time, and maybe, again, money than you maybe necessarily wanted. It's going to be taxing on your body physically, possibly. It's going to be ta- taxing on your mind, possibly, depending on what these, these situations are. But do not be fooled. It will be hard. It will get extremely difficult. But here's my advice to you in those, in those situations. Embrace the hard stuff. The hard shit is the stuff that you should be shining a fucking light on. Because that's your weakness. And how do you improve a weakness? By working on it. By addressing it. By accepting it. By understanding it. And then saying, all right, here it is. This is what's hindering me. This is what's slowing me down. This is what's holding me back. And we can't have that anymore. So I got to work on this. I got to focus on this so this doesn't keep tripping me up. So this doesn't hold me back from my full potential. Embrace the hard shit. And work on the the stuff that you suck at. Because we're all going to be doing something along the line on this quest. And we're going to find that we're not the best at it. So what do you do? You fucking make it a point to work on that stuff that you suck at really bad. And sooner or later, if you work on it enough, guess what happens? You don't suck at it anymore. I see it all the time. I see it all the time at the center. Guys come in with a chip on their shoulder thinking they're going to pick up some of these certain movements without a fucking problem because they've seen it on TV since they were six years old. And they come in and they can't do what, to, to me, someone that's been doing this for 20 years is extremely basic and simple and they can't get out of their own fucking way and they can't figure it out and they suck at it but the good ones the ones that succeed come to practice every day and work on that area where they suck at and sooner or later after putting the time and the effort and the repetitions in they don't suck at it anymore some become great at it And the same thing is you got to do the same exact thing. Also understand this along your journey, you are going to doubt yourself. You are going to try to talk yourself out of it. You are going to try and convince yourself that you don't have what it takes to get to the finish line. You know, and, and when I'm saying this, I just want to rewind really quick. When I say, you know, what do you expect when you take this leap? You know, I'm talking about a a grandiose goal. You know what I'm saying? Like something actually worth fucking working for. Not some bullshit, lame ass, fucking dumb shit that anybody can fucking do. I'm talking about the real shit. And that's how you got to, that's what you got to understand. When you're working towards the real shit, the hard shit, 
the shit that so many others aren't willing to actually do, you, you will doubt yourself at some point because it's going to be difficult. You may not be getting the progress as quickly as you want. You may not be progressing along as quickly as you want. You may not be getting anything back as quickly as you want. And you're going to start doubting yourself. Why am I doing this in the first place? Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I, you know, thought too big, dream too big. When in actuality, when you start feeling that, you should say, I should have dreamed bigger. I'm smarter than this. This thing ain't going to crack me. This thing ain't going to break me. So we got to be very conscientious of when these thoughts creep into our head and we have to know how to manipulate them before they manipulate us. And that takes practice, you guys. You know, like we all have those negative, you know, negative feelings creep in, that negative self-talk creeps in for all of us, all of us, no matter how, no matter who we are, no matter where we are. But the key is to be conscious that it's happening and you got to be able to fucking flip it on its head. I, I, I try to, you know, it, it happens to me. I'll second guess the shit out of myself at times. And sometimes it takes a little bit for me to fucking kind of kick out and be like, whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second, whoa, 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 fuck that. No, 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 motherfucker. I am good enough for this. I'm fucking way better than this. And I can fucking do this. And guess what? I will fucking do this. And then I, and I'm doing it. So, you know, don't let your, your negative emotions commandeer your fucking, your quest. Flip them on their head. And at some point, the frustration seeps in, the doubt seeps in, the difficulty, you know, you hit those failures. And at some point, you will look for the shortcut. You'll look for the easy way out. You may find it. You may find it. And let me tell you, if you take it, you're better off quitting. If you take the shortcut, you just lied to the most important person you possibly can, yourself. You set out on this quest with the best of intentions. You were willing to give it all up. You were willing to completely change your mindset and your actions to carry out this quest that you continuously talked yourself out of until now. And you said, enough is enough. I'm going to do this. And you were doing it. But then it got difficult and you let your mind get the best of you. And then you had an out. Then you saw the back door, the shortcut. And that looked much more intriguing to you than continuing on working with pride. You're the one that's got to be able to sleep at night. I can't do that. I can't sleep at night knowing that I took the easy way out in something. We're all presented with that option. Who takes it? The losers take it. The people that take the shortcut will never win in the long game. They just won't. They're not built the same way as winners. You got to fucking think like a winner to be a winner. Because while you're taking the shortcut and getting to where you think you deserve to be, 
the winners are bypassing the shortcut and end up where exactly where they need to be. And when push comes to shove, they're going to have more tools in their toolbox to fucking knock you off their mountain when they, be, when they come nose to nose with you. And you have nobody to blame but yourself in that situation. Only a bitch takes a shortcut. Plain and fucking simple. We got plenty of them in, in my profession right now. Plenty of fucking guys and girls that don't want to train the right way. And I say the right way. And when I, when I say the right way, I mean like a fucking athlete. Because it's hard. It's difficult. It's painful. It takes time and actual dedication. And they don't want to do that. So what do they do? They go to some bullshit place that pushes them through too quick. It is unsafe. They get fucking hurt. But hey, they can call themselves a pro wrestler. They're a bunch of bitches. They can't, they, again, it comes down to, they can't survive in my fucking world. They can't survive in the world of my students. We will fucking eat those motherfuckers alive. So they got two options. They can go create their own little fantasy world where they can be safe, their little safe space. They're all inclusive safe space where all the other little bitches hang out. They can just add a bunch of bitches to that fucking pile. And be safe and don't worry about the wolves getting them. Or they can try to convince themselves that they're on a level playing field. And they're not a bunch of bitches, but they are a bunch of bitches. And they're going to come into our little fucking playground. And guess what's going to happen? The wolves are going to fucking eat them alive. And we're the fucking wolves. No fucking remorse about it whatsoever. Because when you actually do your fucking work, when you actually put it in, when you put the fucking legitimate blood, sweat, tears, long nights, long hours, sacrificing time with your loved ones. You know, your body's fucking beat up. You're mentally fucking beat up. When you put all that in and you become a well-rounded, well-crafted, whatever it is. In my case, for my kids, it's athletes, okay? I'm gonna use that as the example. You guys can use any example you want, but when you put all that fucking work in, and then when you see someone come onto your fucking property that wasn't willing or fucking able to do what you did, the last thing is you, you want to do is give them a safe space. The first thing you want to do is rip their fucking throat out. And that's what I teach my fucking guys. And it, it doesn't even, it, after a certain amount of time, it doesn't even become a teaching aspect anymore. They see it themselves when they're fucking grinding their fucking asses off so fucking hard. And they take pride in what they do and they see the fucking results coming. And they look out beyond and they see other people trying to compare themselves to us. And they develop a huge chip on their shoulder and say, that ain't gonna fucking slide. Because when, they, when we enter the same arena, I'm going for the jugular on that motherfucker. And if they can't keep up, that's on them because they took the shortcut. I didn't. It is not my job to, to, you know, to ensure this safe space for these motherfuckers. No, no, no. It is my job now to expose them for who they are. And that is a bunch of phony fucking bitches. And again, in any walk of life, whatever you're doing, understand that it is the case. You are going to see phony fucks like that. People that took the shortcut, whether it's in your, your, you know, your job or 
relationships or friendships or a social setting. You're going to see these people and don't you dare for one second allow them to be on the same playing field as you. Expose them for who they are. And I'm not saying do it in a malicious manner. I'm not saying hurt somebody physically. That's not what I'm saying. But there is nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong with carrying out what you have learned to expose someone else that's trying to compare themselves as an equal to you that has not done the same amount of work to the same level that you have. Take pride in what you do. As you work towards this, as you take that leap, you fucking take pride in what you're doing because so many others aren't willing to do it. You're going to get tired. You're going to get frustrated. You know, this. The, the, as you start, you're so fired up to get started on this shit and you're fucking pumped and you're amped and you're ready to rock and roll. And as time goes on, you're going to get a little tired. You know, and what's going to happen is it's not going to be as fun as it once was. It may be fun at first, a new challenge, you know, exciting, learning something new, new atmosphere. But as time goes on and you're not getting those, those instant paybacks so quickly and you feel like you're spinning your wheels because that's what happens. You, you know, you've got to spend some time kind of fucking working through some shit and it seems monotonous at times, but sooner or later you get over that hump. But when you get to those points, it's not as fun. And we lose patience and we get frustrated. And that's when that second guessing creeps in again. Is that my cut out for this? Is this even worth it? Is this going anywhere? You just, you made the decision. You wanted to take the step to get to, to what, to what you're working towards. It better fucking pay off. You should know it was going to pay off from day one. Before you start, you need to think about that. What is the ultimate payoff? I'm going to look five years into the future. If I can successfully get through this thing, however, however long it takes me in five years, ideally, what is the magic fucking vision? What, what is it that if I could wish for anything that looks like five years from now? And if that fucking image looks sexy to you and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that. Then you need to fucking do it to the end because there's no reason why you can't get there besides yourself or you holding yourself back. That's it. You know, if the, the vision was, oh, I might make fucking 13 bucks, you know, after this is all said and done, probably not worth fucking your time and effort. You know what I'm saying? But if it's a, it's a goal that's going to, you know, lead you to the life that you want, physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, whatever, if, it's gonna, if you can see that vision, if you can see what that, that, that end game is, if you get through it, Fuck, you need to see it through because it can happen if you do your part. So I know we harped on the, the, the bad shit, if you want to say, but what about the good part of this? You know, what's the good point of, what are the good things that come out of taking this leap? Deciding, you know what? I'm going to finally do what I said I was going to do. So you went through all that shit, all the mud, you know, all, all those fucking roadblocks, those speed bumps couple fucking cactuses, porcupine on the way. You're scarred, you're battered, you're fucking bruised, you're bloody. But you got through. You made it to the end. You've achieved what you fucking went out and you said you were going to do. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel so much better 
about yourself overall. Your overall well-being will improve in one way, shape, or form, if not more than that. And you'll notice really quickly if you could rewind the fucking tape to before you did this and when you were making all those excuses as to why you couldn't and you compare that time frame to now after you're after it's all, all said and done and maybe you got a little time, you know, and after you've actually completed your journey, you're going to find that you're going to have many more good days than you do bad days. And when you f- p- compare those two time frames, you know, back before you started, you'll realize you are a completely different person with a completely different outlook because you have physically changed your body, whether you know it or not, whether you see it in the mirror or not is only the tip of the iceberg. When you go through that much fucking struggle to work towards something that means so much to you and you actually accomplish it, you become a new person. You become a better person. That is why it's so important to see it through to finish. Don't let anything fucking stand in your way to talk you out of it. Don't let that fucking voice in the back of your head try to bargain with you as to why you shouldn't do what you know deep down in your heart you fucking want more than anything. Do it. You're going to be a, you're going to be able to produce better. No matter where it is, whether it's interpersonal relationships, you're going to be better at those. You know, physically, you're going to be able to perform better. Mentally, you're going to be able to cope and deal with things much better because you've already gone through the process of having, you know, those mental barriers to get through, those physical barriers to get through. And this isn't all like fitness related, guys. I don't want you to think strictly in in those terms. This applies to every area of of improvement. You know, feeling physically better, being able to produce and be physically better could be your overall health and well-being. You know, you take a sense of pride in accomplishing something that is good for your overall health. It reduces stress and reduces inflammation. It's fucking science, people. You know what the most gratifying part of this all is after you're done? After you're all done and you've, you've gone through it all, and you've, you've hit your finish line and now you can, you can keep going to expand it and work on it more and try to become even better or move on to the next goal, whatever the case may be. You know what the best part about it is? Is when you fucking win, fuck, you want others to win. When you win, you want others to fucking feel what that feeling is like. And that's why so, a lot of us, Get resentful at people that take the shortcut because it's like, yo, if you didn't take the fucking shortcut, you could have this. And this is so fucking awesome. This is what it should feel like. And you'll never know what that feels like because you took the fucking bitch way out. And when we get through and we we accomplish and we achieve, all we want to do is we want others to fucking feel it too. We want others to win. And that's why most of us stick our hand out. Like, I'll show you the fucking way, baby. I can show you the fucking way. It's as basic as it gets in wrestling. The guys that have experience, our job is to pass down what we know to the next generation because we won. 
you know, maybe some of us didn't fucking make millions of dollars in WWE, you know, or weren't household names, but man, we lived a fucking charmed life living this fucking boyhood dream that a lot of us had doing some fucking cool ass shit that I know a lot of motherfuckers would give their left fucking ball for to, to trade lives with me. I fucking know that. And when you fucking do something like that, whatever it is, and you get that feeling, maybe fuck, you want to share that with somebody. And the best way, the best people to share that with are people that can experience it just like you did because now you have common ground. And all you want to do is see people win. And there ain't nothing wrong with a world full of winners because right now there's quite a few losers fucking roaming around with imposter syndrome and we don't need any of those people around. Those people either need to fucking man up and go through the process the right way or step the fuck aside because we don't got no room for them. So that's all I got for you guys this week. I hope that made a little bit of sense. I hope that at least kind of gave you some perspective on what you can expect, you know? And I think that's a, that's the biggest hindrance for a lot of people is they want to make that leap. They want to take that step. They want to make that decision, but they're really not sure what is coming down the pike, you know? And I'm not, I'm the type of guy that doesn't sugarcoat things, you know, in, in every realm, whether it's when I'm doing my interviews at the school, whether it's on this podcast, whatever, I tell it like it is. And you know, if it's worth fucking anything to, if it's worth working towards and it means that much to you and, it, and it's, it's a high quality fucking goal, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be riddled with challenges. It's going to be, you know, one of the more difficult quests that you probably ever went on. But when you get to the end, it makes all the fucking negative worth it because of all that negative stuff. And I say negative and I mean that very loosely because it's only negative in that moment. But when you get to the end, it all washes away. It all washes away in a manner where it actually was a positive influence on your life because it built you into who you are today. And hopefully, and most likely, it's for the better. All right, guys, that is it for this week. Um, thank you so much for hanging in there and the continue to support the show. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram at Don Vitale, follow the podcast at Knucklehead Podcast on Instagram as well. You can catch up with me if you want. Shoot me a message. Uh, check out what we got going at DomVitale.com. Also taking some uh, personal development coaching clients right now. So if you're interested in working with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis to improve, and get the best out of yourself, shoot me an email, shoot me a message. Let's see if uh, we're a good fit and we can take it from there. Um, but other than that, just leave those reviews, uh, screenshot those uh, those plays and share them on, on social media. Help spread the word and let's fucking, let's build some winners out there, guys, right? No more shortcuts. But that's part of the slogan, you guys, right? No shortcuts, no excuses, just results. We'll see you next week. <laughs>